Boker Tov Darchenoam. Today we're going to talk about feeling. Feeling says in Torah, Ukshartam lot al yadecha vayut hotafot beninecha. Should tie them to your hand and to and to your head. Between your eyes. Okay, the tefillin itself must be made from the leather of a behemah tahora. Means the species must be tahor. Not necessarily the the behemah had to be shechted. That's be from a behemoth Torah, sheep, cow, etc. Now, the straps that fill in are the same, but we have two types in terms of the batim, in terms of the boxes. There's what's called gasot, which are thick, and they're made from, a, from, the, from the leather of a cow. And we have dakot, which are made from the leather of a sheep. Okay, we, uh, we strongly uh, go with uh, gasot. When avail, uh, which nowadays being available, we go with the batim that are gasot from that of a cow. Uh, many halachot need to be known by the one who makes the elements of, of tefillin. Uh, therefore, despite being expensive, it's advisable to buy it from a reputable, well-known person, a person of Yirat Shamayim. It's not the time for bargain hunting. In terms of putting on the order, the order that the tefillin is put on, well, for those who wear a talit gadol, we first put on talit gadol and then tefillin. Oh, however, if one reached for his tefillin first and took his tefillin first and then, then remind himself he was supposed to put the talit gadol on first, nonetheless, he puts on the tefillin before the talit because we have a principle, Ein ma'virin al ha-mitzvot. Okay, once you have a mitzvah literally in your hand, you don't uh, you don't forego it, you don't put it aside. So you in that situation, even though it's b'diavad, you put on your tefillin first and then put on your talit gadol. However, in the tefillin itself, if he took by mistake his tefillin shall rosh first before the tefillin shall yad, here, once he realizes mistake, he does put down the former and then puts on the latter, and, and i.e., he would put down the tefillin shall rosh and then put on first tefillin shall yad and then go back to the tefillin shall rosh. Now, then you might say, what happened to the principle of Ein Mavirin al Mitzvot? Well, here it's all one mitzvah, and in this mitzvah, the order of the mitzvah is clear in Torah. It says, tamot and only then, so therefore we, we maintain within this mitzvah the order of Torah. When it talks about the tefillin shalyad, it says, al yadcha, and the word yadcha, your hand, your arm, is written in an unusual way, normally be written yud dalet chaf sofi, but in Torah it's written, al yadcha, yud dalet chaf he. So the, the drash, the maid is yad kehe. You would put on your weaker hand. Okay, so therefore, uh, that's the one you do not write with. So if you write with your right hand, like most people, tefillin is put on the left hand. If you write with your left hand, then the tefillin is put on the right hand. Okay, now the shalya, the placement should be on the muscle, the bicep. Okay, with the slightly turned towards one's heart. So not 100% right on the bicep, but on the bicep, that's in terms of the, the, the on the arm itself, like halfway between your shoulder and elbow on the muscle, slightly turned towards the heart. Okay, um, the bracha to be made is Asher Kiddushanu Mitzvah Tzivanu Lohaniach Tfilin. Okay, make the bracha Lohaniach Tfilin, and then you tighten the knot. Okay, you make the bracha first, and then tighten the knot, because once again the bracha should be over la siyatan. You first make the bracha, and then do the action upon the bracha. So you put it in proper place, then you tighten, you, you make the bracha, and then you tighten the knot. Okay, then you wrap the tefillin around your hand. 
Now the direction of wrapping actually is different. Minhagim between Ashkenazim, Svardim, Nusach Svarad. Okay, so you just follow the minhag of whatever whatever background you come from. And the idea is to wrap around seven times. Sometimes some play, people have a half, then six, then another half. Okay, there's some very different ways of how to come up with the seven times. Um, okay, so we wrap it around seven times, and then we put on the shalrosh. Okay, so the shalrosh, <coughs> we put on our head, but before we tighten it on our head, okay, the Ashkenazim say a second bracha, Sher Sivanu, Al Mitzvat Tfilin. And then we tighten it on our heads, and then say Baruch Shem Kavab Chotan Lamvoed. Now, there's this second bracha is a little controversial, so Svardim do not make it at all. And Ashkenazim, even though we make this bracha, lest to be a bracha levatala. Afterwards, we say Baruch Shem Kavab Lamvoed, which we often do when we're in a safek, in a situation that maybe we said a bracha that wasn't necessary. So that's as far as the tefillin Shalrosh and its bracha. <coughs> Now, in terms of the placement on the rosh, okay, the box, the edge of the box, the edge, the the forward edge of the box should be on the hairline between the eyes. It says benenecha, but you don't do it right between your eyes. You do it on the hairline, back on the hairline, with the edge of the box on your hairline and going back, okay. And and the location on your on your hairline is between the eyes. So if you go up right between the eyes, you hit you hit the box, okay. And now the knot on on the other side of the tefillin shalrosh should sit on basically the nape of the neck. The nape of the neck is a sort of the indentation you have at the back of your neck, okay? And uh, ideally, the, uh, the, 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 um, the knot should be about half on the bone just above the nape and half on the nape itself. That's the ideal uh, location for the, for the um, knot of the tefillin shalrosh. Okay, so then we put on the tefillin shalrosh, and then we go back to the hand. Once again, different hagim, how to wrap it around the hand itself. Essentially, the goal is sort of we're forming, we're forming with the wrapping a shin. If you look at the uh, um, at the hand itself, it has like a shin on it. Okay, then on the fingers, we wrap around also different hagim to represent a dalad. And on the tefillin itself, on the box itself, there's a little knot sticking out, which is like a yud. And that spells shin dalad yud, which is one of the names of shem hashem. Okay, so that's we do that after we put on tefillin shorosh, we wrap around the hands and uh, end up with that uh, configuration. Once again, there are many different minhagim. That doesn't mean you can do it any way you want, but it sh- but there are realize there are different minhagim. So from your teacher, find out maybe the way they did, or if your father did it, put on tefillin, or his family, try to find out the way they did it, and to follow that minhag. Now it says tefillin should be al yadcha, should be on your arm, meaning there should be no what's called a chatzitza, there should be no interruption no material between the tefillin and um, and your hand. Now, for now, okay, if someone has a bandage, whatever, you have to, these are individual cases, you have to know how to deal with it, okay? But we should know that, for example, long hair, especially long, thick hair, okay, which is especially long, not not just stem long, but especially long, could be considered to be a chatzitza, an, an interruption, a separation of the tefillin shorosh. So one has to be careful about that. And in terms of the straps of both the tefillin shalyad and the tefillin shalrosh, the black side, there's a black side and a gray side, the black side should be outward. One should look and see only the black side, the gray, the gray side should be inward. One should not talk, 
between putting on the Tefillin Shalyad and Tefillin Shorosh, no matter what, even to answer Kaddish or to answer whatever might be going on the davening, Amen, one should not do so between Tefillin Shalyad and Tefillin Shorosh. Again, we say, Chacham, a Nabrosho, a smart person looks ahead, so if he sees a, somebody saying Kaddish, he might wait to put on Tefillin Shalyad, but once you start, you should not stop and interrupt with anything until you finish putting on the Tefillin Shorosh. If one by mistake did interrupt for something, even something noble. Okay, so for the Ashkenazim, he has to sort of retighten the Yad, make the Brach again with Aniach, tighten the Yad, and then go on and say the Tefillin Shorosh with Al Mitzvah Tefillin, and Al Ambruch Shin Avoid. Now for the Svardim, I have, uh, if I took it down correctly from Rav Hirschfeld, said if they talk, they who do not have to go back and say Laniach Tefillin again, but they who normally do not make a second bracha of Al Mitzvah Tefillin now would make a bracha of Al Mitzvah Tefillin, um, you know, for, uh, for the Tefillin Shorosh since they interrupted by mistake. Okay, um, uh, if everyone for whatever reason has only one Tefillah available, either the Shalayad or Shalrosh only, he would then put them on, put that one on with only the bracha of Laniach Tefillin. Taking off, we take it off in reverse order, take off the hand first, then we take off the rosh, and then we take off the rest of the hand. Um, ideally, um, one should wear tefillin all day. Tefillin is an all-day mitzvah, but we do not do so <clears throat> because we're not allowed to pass gas while wearing tefillin. That's what's called having a goof naki, a clean body. Okay, and since we are not on a level to, it's assessed that we're not on a level to do that successfully, Therefore, we only uh, have it on during Shachrit and not the rest of the day. Okay, and then we especially should have it on during the Kriyat Shema, where we mention the Tefillin and the Shemun Esrei. If one is not well during the day in the morning, to the degree that one is not confident he can fully control his bodily functions and therefore cannot wear Tefillin, what he should do is dub in without Tefillin, because the truth is you have all day to put on Tefillin, because, because an all-day mitzvah, if you're feeling better later that day, then you can put on the tefillin. You should do so at that time with the bracha we said. When you put it on, don't just take it off right away. It's a proper thing to say a perk of tilim with the tefillin on, or you can say kriyat shema again, even though you're oh, you'll say kriyat shema, but you can always say kriyat shema as part of Torah. Um, yeah, actually, Doraita, we could even have tefillin at night, but then at night we're afraid he lest he fall asleep and then have and then perhaps then pass gas, which once again you cannot do with tefillin on, and that's why we don't wear that at night at all. Um, the tefillin itself, when wearing tefillin, one should not be mesiach da'at from them. In other words, you should always have in mind that you have the tefillin on, and towards that towards that goal, there are certain parts of the davening where we're, we're no hag, we have a minhag to kiss the tefillin at that time, like to touch them and, and to touch them and kiss them, um, especially when we say kshartam lotayadecha during the kriyachma, we're talking about tefillin itself, Okay, different minhagim as to when the tefillin are kissed, and this, the idea behind it is to not have hesachdat. We should have an awareness of our tefillin uh, throughout the time we're wearing them. Tefillin themselves are considered an ot, a sign of the covenant between us and Kodesh Baruch Hu. Therefore, on Shabbat and Yom Tov, which themselves are an ot between us and Kodesh Baruch Hu, we don't wear tefillin on either Shabbat or Yom Tov. Um, how, how often should tefillin should be checked to make sure they're kosher? Okay, so if they're worn on a daily basis and nothing happens to them, based on the ikar adin, they don't have to be checked at all. 
okay, unless something happens to them, like they're left out in the sun or they got banged up or something like that. However, there's a minhag that uh, the tefillin, if they're made of gasot, which we said ideally nowadays they should be made of the thick uh, leather of the cow, they should be checked once in seven years. And if they're made of dakot, then two times in seven years. Um, whenever one's wearing tefillin, one should have a high awareness of the meaning of tefillin. Okay, i.e. we have, the idea is that we have it on the shal, the shal yad, that our actions should be always towards Vat Hashem, and on shal rosh, that our mind, our thoughts should be toward, towards uh, Avodat Hashem. Indeed, there's a there's a posek called the Aruch HaShulchan who says, if one did not have these things in mind and this focus, when putting on the tefillin, he was not yotze. Now, we don't pask in that way, but this shows how serious an issue it is to have try to have in mind L'Chadchila, putting on shalyad, that your actions should all be towards Avot Hashem, and putting on tefillin shalrosh, that your thoughts should all be towards Avot Hashem at all times. Okay, um, finally, somebody who bemazed, who, when he could have put on tefillin and just purposely cannot be bothered, okay, that person in this called nature, Poshea Yisrael, is somebody who is um, basically, purposely doesn't do mitzvot, and that is not considered a good thing. Okay, so that's it for the laws of tefillin. Okay, I wish everybody a wonderful day.